Episode 97 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. This podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. The Wichita Business Journal held a workforce summit this week. About 150 people attended the day-long event made up of three panel discussions, two face-to-face interviews with me, and we got an update from Mayor Jeff Longwell. One panel was on technology in Wichita, another was on talent. Five local leaders sat on another panel called Community. Michael Modafferati of Envision, Janetta Everett of Delta Dental of Kansas, Shelley Pritchard of the Wichita Community Foundation, Mary Beth Jarvis from Wichita Festivals, and Jeff Fleur from the Greater Wichita Partnership. You hear an abbreviated version of that panel in this week's podcast. Interesting takes on what's going on in Wichita and framing our future. First, a look at what's in your weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. The big story, the future of technology, and the group that has been formed to lead the effort. It's called Flagship Kansas. Tech leaders in Wichita who are working to create more tech jobs in the Wichita area and figure out ways to attract tech talent. That story begins on page 10. Also this week, we have a table of experts discussion on workforce. Keith Lawing of the Workforce Alliance of South Central Kansas Renee White of Intrust Bank and Alejo Cabral of Young Professionals of Wichita, now known as W, page 15. Our top 25 list, the area's largest residential real estate mortgage lenders, page 6. This week we spent 10 minutes with Jay Miller, the president of Wichita Baseball 2020. He spent a life in baseball. We asked him about creating a new organization for our AAA baseball team. We have business leads for you. Each week you get the scoop on who's setting up a new corporation, or who owes back taxes. Also check out new real estate deals, building permits, court judgments. We collect it so you can use it. It starts this week on page 16. Back in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Well, the Wichita Business Journal and WSU Tech held our Workforce Summit on Tuesday at Mark Arts. About 150 people attended the day-long event to hear from a variety of stakeholders in Wichita. Our first panel discussion focused on technology, how the community can support the industry and attract tech companies and workers to town. The second was on community. More about that in a moment. The third was a broader discussion on talent, how to attract workers to Wichita and how to keep them once they're here. Now back to community, that second panel. Again, Jeff Fleur, Janetta Everett, Michael Monteferrati, Mary Beth Jarvis, and Shelley Pritchard. Our discussion went an hour, but I picked out the most important parts. I began by asking them to give us their take on this moment in time compared to, say, five years ago. Jeff Fleur got us started. It really is a moment in time. If you think about what's happening right now, there's incredible alignment. Uh, I think All of us sitting here uh, represent that today. You know, there's a tenacity to see Wichita win. Uh, There's a tenacity not only for Wichita, but the the region. Uh, I think we're very much more, if you will, strategic. We have deliberate strategies for intended outcomes. We know what we need to do. Um, I look at Sherry here, right here in the front row, and I think the, the national awareness of Wichita is coming through a lot of different lenses that it wasn't happening five years ago. 
you go across the board with assets. You look at what's happening in our downtown center, if you will, and the investment that's there that's happening in North America, literally in every city. But actually with us, I think it's actually, it's an exponential growth, uh, and you can point and defend that. Uh, you've seen great assets with our airport and what's happening with WSU and the innovation campus, WSU Tech, uh, what's happening with the alignment with workforce development, with talent development. We're aggressive in multiple markets now and how we're recruiting. You're seeing tremendous growth happening within the aerospace industry with what's going on at Spirit. Textron Aviation and, and all the 450 supply chain uh, to the, that industry. You're seeing diversification in tech. You heard about that in the first hour. The thing about it is now is that there's a unified message that's coming out of Wichita. Uh, and we, we didn't have that five years ago. We didn't have that three years ago. In some regards, I think it's just really starting to happen within the last couple. So I'm extremely optimistic. I think that if, if you question whether or not this is where you should be, Put that to rest, you're where you need to be. Uh, and, and right now is how you lean into it. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this morning is that you're gonna be learning a lot of different aspects of what's happening. Get engaged in where your passion is. That's what's happening here. I was joking with Michael, you know, he's in 11 states. I said, you're gonna be going into 51 states. I know there's 50. Michael's gonna create a state. I mean, it's just that, it's that atmosphere of why not. So I think that's the, that's the position we're in now. Now, it's up to us to seize it and not to let it go. Uh, and so that would be my thought process of where we are today versus we, where we were maybe five years ago. Next, Janetta Everett. My one minute in time, basically, I look at the intentional, informative collaborations that we have within Wichita that we didn't have many, many years ago. And without those collaborations, such as the partnership and, and, and REAP and, and BREAK, and all of these that we are able to move Wichita forward. Without those collaborations, we wouldn't be where we are. I look at a lot of things, of course, um, I'm currently the chair of the diversity inclusion program at the chamber. So I do look at a lot of, I look at a lot of things in a, from a diversity lens. I want to make sure that we are included based on whether it's race or age or gender or ethnicity or socioeconomically, wherever we are, I kind of look at things and I see Wichita taking on a stance. All chambers haven't always been um, concerned as much on diversity. It's about the business and taxes and things like that. The chamber took a strategic um, pr perspective to include diversity and inclusion. That's something that's different from five years ago than where we are. So um, looking at that, and, and we'll possibly be able to talk more, but as long as we are intentional about being inclusive and formative and collaborative, Wichita will definitely um, strive. Michael Modafferati is CEO of Envision, but he's also serving as this year's board chairman for the Greater Wichita Chamber. Everything that Janetta and Jeff just said, um, I totally agree with. And as we segue now to quality of place, I think when I compare today in terms of what's going on in the momentum versus five years ago, I see a dramatic difference right now for all of us in regards to Wichita and its focus on quality of place and we're pushing the envelope and I've been involved since 2003 on many initiatives and many of them have failed in terms of for one reason or another even through the referendum stage and so forth and I was getting a little bit frustrated and uh, you know at the 
the bus company, we were in 165 cities, so it gave us an opportunity to see many, many, many cities in America and where the progression was going. And then I'd come back home and I'm going, where's our progression? And so when I look at this moment of time in Wichita, Kansas, I see it as a pivotal moment of dramatic change in terms of quality of place improvement. And uh, we've seen a little bit of it, and you're starting to hear the controversy of things, and with change comes potential pushback and controversy that gets associated with it. So that is a signal of assertiveness and movement and change. And then moving forward, alignment's gonna be key to where some of that controversy gets eliminated by the way forward in terms of doing things in an aligned, collaborative way because the next thing is some of the things we're gonna hopefully talk about today, which is gonna change the entire landscape of downtown Wichita and improve our quality of place. Mary Beth Jarvis runs Wichita Festivals, but she also chaired the committee appointed to provide recommendations for a new performing arts facility. It's interesting, I look back as employers you kind of have to have your own house in a stable place, right? You know, you've got to feel comfortable and like you've got some mo as a business or as an entity before you can really look outside. And um, I look back not just five years ago, but frankly, I go back to a phase in Wichita's history 50 years ago. So Wichita festivals, music theater, Wichita, the Sedgwick County Zoo, Century Two are all hitting 50. So at some point back in the water, you know, in 1970, 1971, 1969, we as a community were on a big scale thinking outside of our own businesses, of our own um, lives, and we were looking at the macro, and we made some bold moves about our cultural life, about our skyline, about our future as a community. And I really see a lot of echoes of that now, and I think it is um, wonderful that as, as business picks up momentum and you look around, so sure, you're, there's always market constraints and there's always technical constraints, but now folks are focusing on what may be the macro community constraints to continuing to grow their businesses and bring in and retain the employees they want. And so we as a community are thinking about those things that can make all ships rise in terms of our economic life, our cultural life, and our community unity. And it's just wonderful to witness that energy and I hope it continues. And Shelley Pritchard decided to ask the audience a few questions. So let's have some audience participation. Who's flown out of our fantastic airport? Who's eaten lunch at the pop-up park? Who's ridden the queue line? Who's been to the advanced learning library? Who's seen Horizontus, the world's largest acrylic painting, outdoor painting done by a single artist? Who's, <laughs> who's seen the, the 20 murals that are in Northeast Wichita that are a part of Horizontus? So that's my moment in time right there. I mean, those are the things that are putting the city on the map. And then of course, who's touched the gray Sherry Utash, right? <laughs> I mean, you know. In she's, what way? Okay. She, well, so she's shaking hands Man, with Donald Trump. I didn't say that. She's shaking hands with Donald Trump, right? We're not I mean, worthy. So, so Sherry's one of our points in time. Don't go there, you guys. This is a business panel. So, um, so I just think about those things, and that's what's defining the Wichita that I want to be in. Next, we talked about how Wichita approaches economic development and progress. I pointed out that there are a lot of groups and projects working to improve things. Does that make it more difficult to work toward the same goals? 
Jeff Fleur says we are more unified, and Mary Beth pointed out that unified doesn't mean everyone agrees on everything. The, the, the thing that I think is healthy about Wichita right now, I think all, the, all of our organizations continually now are asking the question, how do we do it better? What is good that might need to sunset to get to great? And, and those are really questions that we're asking, I think, on a continual basis. To me, that's a different place of where we were three years ago as well, is that we're not afraid to ask those questions, nor are we afraid to say, well, okay, that has helped us to get to the next stage that we need to get to. So I just wanted to add that in there. Yeah, I would just insert there, but I think that collaboration and unity of desire to move forward is not the same as groupthink, right? This doesn't mean that every citizen of our region feels the same way about baseball or the symphony or you know whatever the next initiative might be. I think there are two factors here. There is a unity of desire to leap forward, to find transformational um, and, you know, and catapult-like bits of momentum for our region. Um, but each individual, each organization, each uh, philanthropic supporter needs to decide what they feel passionate about and really help drive that. Now, if you see something going along that isn't your cup of tea, but it looks like maybe some smart people are trying to do good things with it and there's an atmosphere of you know, accountability and strategic thinking behind it, you sort of more acquiesce to that, but throw your energy behind this. And I think that combination of a unified desire to improve with a specialized, passion-driven you know, avenue to really get involved and, and pull beyond your weight or your company's weight in a particular endeavor, that's what I think is really very powerful and that we should keep tapping into. Janetta Everett says it's important for a community to speak with one voice. So when I think about uh, moving forward, I, we visited a few cities and some of the models were they spoke in one voice. And speaking in one voice is what's gonna carry us. There's a lot of different ways, as Mary just mentioned, to get where we're going. But as long as we are able to, to, to speak in that one voice, one direction, one mission, if somebody were to ask you, what's the one thing you know about Austin, Texas? What do you know about Austin, Texas? Weird? <laughs> Say that again? Keep Austin weird. But you also know about music, right? South by Southwest, that's everything he knows about Austin. If you know something about uh, uh, Vegas, I mean, we can bring a casino to Wichita, we're never gonna be Vegas. Uh, but, but we also have to know that we got, what if somebody asks you, what's the one thing you know about Wichita, with the exception of we're the air capital city of the world, what's the one thing that you can collaboratively or collectively say about Wichita? Yeah, correct. We need one voice to be able to work toward. That's the movement that I see. Uh, get there in many different ways, carrying your passion, uh, but let's try to figure out what that one voice is. Like, who do we want to be when we grow up? Next, Michael Modafferati, followed by Shelley Pritchard. Exactly what Jada is saying. Last year, we did the city to city to Boise, Idaho, and it was amazing on how aligned that town was and what they've come together to do to progress that city in terms of what it is. And the university had a lot to do with it and uh, the folks are aligned. And uh, I love Mary Beth's um, message about engagement and involvement. And the great thing about Wichita is it's so receptive 
for people to come in and voice an opinion and get engaged. There's no other town like Wichita, Kansas, that if you want to be engaged, its arms are open. Please move forward and express your passion. Great counsel. And Mary Beth was nicer than I'm going to be how she said it. Don't get in the way of good efforts just because it's not your good effort. I mean, if you think about it, we'll keep doing audience participation. Who's been to something at Interest Bank Arena? So almost every hand goes up. I had a neighbor who voted against it, thought it was the most ridiculous idea, and now probably goes to an event there at least once a month, maybe more. And I pointed that out to her one time. I said, gosh, you, you didn't really like that. And she's like, well, you know. In other words, she was being nice, not telling me to shut up. But that vote, that passed by, what, 51%? I mean, the arena barely passed. Um, and, and we've seen some of that in some of the work that we did with Chung, is sometimes people get sideways on an issue, and it doesn't mean it's bad, it's just not your deal. So go pursue your deal, but don't try to stand in the way of other people who have other good deals that they're working on. Like Mary Beth said it very eloquently, that there's a lot of great people pushing for a lot of important things. Find what's important to you and back that. Mary Beth recounted an interesting story she heard recently about making a decision on a children's museum, Exploration Place, and it's an example of how the community used to think. Um, we had community leadership that felt very passionately about it. We had Velma Wallace with a check on the table saying, I'm in, but only if we don't do this meh. If we do this with excellence, if we do this with distinction, I'm in. And you had you know, Phil and Judy Frick saying, we'll help spearhead, we'll help push passion forward on this. And instead of a gray box under the highway, you got Exploration Place. It was the last bold move we've made with our skyline, and it's now turning 20. And so if you think about, the, you know, Jeff watches the cranes downtown, and there's tons of things that have been done, but you know, the Century 2 conversation is one that centers around, you know, Skyline or Icon or whatever. Well, you know, any city whose Skyline on the, you know, on the, on the drink coasters hasn't changed in 25 years, that's not a good thing in terms of a symptom of a thriving city. So I think both the pace and pace is pushed by passion and it's pushed by leadership and it's pushed by vision, but also scale. People can't get excited about meh. Um, they're not willing to spend extra for meh. You're not willing to stand in line for the next phone if it's, you know, a, a shadow of what you've already got. Um, so I think we need to be, we need to understand human nature's craving for something about which they can brag and something about which they can feel pride. And then we need to capitalize on the pace and move those things forward. Michael agreed, good enough isn't good enough anymore, and it's important to add transparency to the mix. Details can't be withheld from the public on purpose or by accident. Our thanks to the leaders who joined us for this panel and the others at our Workforce Summit. Our coverage will obviously continue on workforce. It's the most important issue facing Wichita and South Central Kansas, and we'll have more coverage of the summit coming up in our next edition. Back in a moment. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 97. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Thanks for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.